going to take a couple of weeks off from podcast production for a reason that I'll tell you about later on. So for the next few weeks, I guess a lot of times people say, well, these are the best stuff. You know what? These are just going to be some podcasts that I like a lot. I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. This is a true story. You can't make this stuff up. I was watching a show on the Science Channel last night, and this doctor guy stood up in front of a meeting of doctor guys, and he reported on the results of his latest study. With a straight face, he said, quote, We have proven that the reason that men seek women who are young and beautiful is because youth and beauty are indications that a woman is probably healthy enough for the man to pass his genes through her most efficiently to the next generation. That's a quote. And then all the other doctor guys turned to each other as if to say, damn, that's smart. Why didn't I think of that? You know, they, they nodded sagely and I fell on the floor. I was laughing this time, but uh, I got to be honest, occasionally I fall on the floor on purpose because it always gets my lady wonder wench's attention, you know, and sometimes she'll go over and she puts my head in her lap and, and she asks, are you all right? You know, and I like that a lot. Although my desire to pass my genes on to the next generation has waned considerably over the past few decades. I'm making this stuff up. The theory now among the experts is that guys want sex with beautiful young women so they can be sure to pass their genes along efficiently to the next generation. Now look, I'm not a doctor. Probably my biggest achievement in school was one year when I got to throw out the first spitball on the opening day of class. But I am a member of the Louie Louie generation and that means I have been a guy for a long time and not once, not once in a moment of passion Have I ever said to myself, self, whoopee, because it looks like we're about to pass our genes along to the next generation efficiently with this woman. (laughs) In fact, there have been any number of times when I have prayed fervently shortly after a moment of passion that my genes stay right here where they belong in my own generation. And I know my lady wonder wench has on several occasions joined me in that prayer. (laughs) In fact, when it comes to passing genes along to the next generation, I've often gone to some lengths to see to it that the passes are incomplete, if not intercepted. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Our son Dave is our podcast master, the, the guy in charge of seeing to it that this podcast gets posted every week. Don't take this personally, son. I was very glad to actually make your acquaintance. And I treasure our present relationship. But I have to tell you, your possible arrival was not uppermost on my mind all those years ago. I'm pretty sure this news isn't going to crush your psyche because I think you have come to understand. At least to us members of the Louis Louis generation, the reason men go after pretty young women has to do with the fact that Big Mama Nature has given each of us deep voices, hairy faces, and gallons of a hormone that produces approximately 50 gazillion sperm every day. 
That's probably the same hormone that makes us take politics, oil company explanations of gas prices, and league bowling seriously. I'm not sure. As I said, I'm not a doctor. Now, I have never actually personally seen a sperm. But I am told that they are very strong but totally insecure little guys in Speedo bathing suits who have one thing on their minds and one thing only. Now, please remember, ladies, this, this was Mother Nature's doing. We are not responsible for any of this. Besides, it's you women who keep egging on those little sperm guys, which is why you women are traditionally the one who have babies in a family. Now, I've already admitted that I'm not a doctor. I'm also certainly not an archaeologist. But the way I see it is that shortly after Eve ate that apple, this heavenly sound went off. And Mick Jagger was born, which, of course, started the Stone Age. And the next thing guys knew, we were standing outside our caves with baseball bats in our hands, fending off saber-toothed tigers. So we didn't have time to have babies, too. And... By the way, except in Detroit, you see very few tigers in our major cities today, which I think stands as proof again that we did a good job. And we still don't have time to have babies today because of the busy schedules that we keep, working and buying widescreen TVs and going to ball games. And of course, all the while keeping a wary eye out for any leftover tigers. And you know what? It isn't always the pretty young women that these sperm guys are after either. My Lady Wonder Wench is a member of the Louie Louie generation, but I constantly have to remind the young guys at the barn where she keeps her horse about my little airplane and how they'll never know when I'm going to show up in it to buzz the place. And they better keep their hands, their jeans, and everything else to themselves unless they want a vasectomy with a propeller. Time for Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant facts to stick in one ear so you can squeeze the important things that are keeping you awake out the other and you can nod off to sleep. The kid in the Cracker Jacks box has a name. According to the Cracker Jacks people, his name is Bob. And I'm thinking to myself, why? If you're going to give a name to a kid's picture on a Cracker Jacks box, why isn't it Jack? Jack's a good enough name for the guy who lives in the jack-in-the-box. And I think Bob would be a better name for the kid who lives in the box. The Bob in the box. Think of it. That's kind of a ring to it, doesn't it? I was wondering, could a bear with a serious sexual ambivalence be called a bipolar bear? You think? This is a fact. Only one in a thousand oysters has a pearl. Well, I'll bet you the guy who ate all those oysters to research that wanted to pass his genes along pretty good by the end of the night. Here, my dear, I have this pearl for you. <laughs> all you need to do is take care of these genes for the next 18 years. Dick's details. They take your mind off your mind. Hey, a little housekeeping here, if you don't mind. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com, or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot. Would you tell a couple of friends, please? Because they might like them, too, and you'd be doing me a favor. So, thank you very much.
Proud podcast participant Susie Caps sent a very nice note. She says, in part, how come you call your lady Wonder Wench? Well, Susie, that's because she brought a sense of wonder into my life, the likes of which I could never have imagined. And she fits the description of a wench. She is earthy, she's smart, she's strong, as well as being beautiful. Wonder Wench and I have been together for a very long time. There's a story about being together for a long time in the Bedtime Stories personal audio CD. It's called For the Long Run. Love sounding kind of sad in our bedtime stories, isn't it? Well, sometimes love is sad. Sometimes it hurts. Bad. Sometimes it makes you want to give up. And it's right about then, when you most want to give up, that sometimes you've got your best shot. Sometimes you've just got to stick it out for the long haul. you got to be in it for the long run. In the long run, the difference between men and boys is much more than the price of our toys. Boys like a pretty girl better than a grown-up woman because boys can see much better than they can think. Boys answer the telephone even when they're making love. They think that makes them big shots. Some big shots even make outgoing calls. Boys all want to be leaders of men. But the joke's on them, because men aren't looking for leaders. We're looking for women. Actually. We're looking for a particular woman. Now, it's true that most men like getting out into the city at night every once in a while and growling around until something bites. But in the long run, we love love and loving and making love. In the long run, every man is different. I like eyes that have cried over lost loves and lost children and what seems like an unfair early frost at the edges of your hair. Your eyes shine at a gentle word or small courtesy, or my sometimes clumsy, quiet affection. I can always find your shining eyes when it's darkest in my heart. That's when I need them the most. In the long run, hands that know how to rub tired shoulders and write love notes to hide in your pocket and brush away a friend's tears very gently, those are the hands that turn a man's strength into a powerful life. In the long run, it's your arms that I need around me. They understand the ache of loneliness, and the painstaking effort of an everyday job, and the joy of a large bunch of spring flowers. And they protect things inside me that I can't trust other people to see. And I love the smile that sneaks onto your face when you least expect it, sometimes for no reason, or a reason that's so private that it's everything you can think of right at that moment. A smile that says, my God, I love that music, or that sunset, or my God, I love you. I carry your smile with me everywhere, hidden behind my eyes. Men are grown-up kids. We'd rather laugh than cry, but we know there's a time and a place for both. I pull in my belly and I stand a little straighter when I walk past sleek golden girls with tangled wet hair and wild bare animal shoulders and flexing hips at the beach. But in the long run, to be honest, I'd rather lie in the beach blanket with you. You have your own dangerous curves, and you have crinkles on both sides of your mouth 
smiling at me, put them there. And you have a streak of gray in your hair from years of standing by my side, a tenderness in your heart that never went away, even when things were tight and hard. Big boys are obsolete children. They laugh when they should cry because they're terrified of tears. They'd rather be admired than be comfortable. Give them a shiny package and they keep the wrappings and they throw away the present inside. But it's the present that's important to a man and the person who gave the present. When I lay my head on your breast, I love the soft, fragrant warmth and the closeness and the exciting touch of your skin. But I also listen very carefully for the sounds of the person who gave the gift, the eager sound of your breath and the strong rhythm of your honest heart. Your gift is my strength for the long run. It's called For the Long Run. It's from the Bedtime Stories personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, you can go back to DickSummer.com and download one there. Whatever works for you. Well, what have we learned? According to the experts, guys at singles bars are sitting there rubbing their back legs together at every pretty girl because they want to pass their genes on to the next generation. <laughs> right. But whatever is really going on, Mother Nature did that to us, so it's not our fault. And one of the reasons that women like guys in my Louie Louie generation better than young guys sometimes is the fact that we have the good sense to turn our cell phones off during moments of passion. No podcast next week, taking Wonder Wench on vacation somewhere nobody will ever find us. And we we'll back the week after next hopefully rested and with a totally empty gene pool. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.